You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. For all NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up, what up? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast. We are here after a victory. It's crazy how, like, they'll lose a game and, like, everybody's like, yo, the sky's falling. Yeah. <laughs> like, made everybody send this guy to the bench, release this guy, whatever, fire this guy. They win one game, we, we're back to the championship. We're winning the championship. We back. <laughs> we are so back. Yeah. I, well, I think it happens. The kind of loss that we had the other night, yeah. that one just, it was just gut wrenching. It just everything that could possibly happen happened. And so, you know, you're at your lowest. Yeah. So even, I mean, no, I, I, I would say if we won this game by two points, I think it would have lifted folks a little bit. But the fact that, listen, we were up. Mm-hmm. by a good margin teams go on runs that's what happens in basketball yet we still maintained we weren't we weren't behind ever we were always leading so just that we kept it up we didn't you know fumble it away mm-hmm. then you're allowed to breathe easier so for sure for yeah. sure yeah it's a good wire to wire Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the Warriors won um, 120 to 114. They won the first half by a lot. I think they were up, what? They were up 12, well, 11. It could, yeah. It well, have been at, more. The half, at the half, yes, it was 11. Um, you know, but we had our moments. We were up 18. We were up, I, I want to say we clocked 20 at some point and then, you know, brought mm-hmm. it back down. But overall, we we were still contending. We we were still, you know, making the distance, keeping the distance between us. For sure, for sure. And I mean this this game uh, is highlighted by their bench. Um, yes. Welcome back, second unit. <laughs> welcome back, right? And I mean, obviously, this game CP three's out, Gary's out, Wiggins is out. Yes. Um. So they kind of backs against the wall don't want to slide too far down you have an opportunity to go three games under 500 and they you know do do a pretty good job out there like brandon pajemski firecracker game changer he's just a game changer out there yes he is 13 points eight rebounds two assists he was a plus 12 um making plays left and right drawing offensive uh fouls no turnovers 
just making the right decision in advantage situations consistently, getting to the basket, finishing. He's much better defensively than they was projected to be. For? Yeah. <laughs> everyone, everyone in the draft process was saying he's going to struggle to guard on the NBA level. He's going to struggle I to remember guard. That. Yeah. And, and I mean, he's not a crazy athlete. He doesn't have a crazy wingspan. Um, he's not very tall or anything like that. Like he's about standard size for a point guard. Yet he just stays in front of guys. He's scrappy and he's really, really smart. So he holds his own defensively. Right. And I think he has um, some good uh, vets to kind of help that along. You've got Draymond mm-hmm. talking to him. You've got Gary Payton, the second, who is in his ear too. So I mm-hmm. just think that's a perfect combination for him. And you see it as soon as he gets in the game, instant impact. And, and that's what we needed. That's, that's exactly what we needed and got that second unit going. Even, listen, Corey Joseph even held his own. He was even in there <laughs> grabbing boards, tapping it out, and he was the shortest one out there, but he was doing it. And with yeah. the Clippers, they had all their peeps, except for, you know, PJ. But again, we're talking, you still had your starters. Yeah, PJ is kind of washed at this point, but... I mean, the Clippers are on a back-to-back, so we have to kind of take this win with the – not with a grain of salt, but, like, you got to, you know, add that add that in there. And we'll see when we play the Clippers again because they play them two times again in their next three games. Yes. We'll see how they do in those games, especially with guys coming back from injury and, and stuff like that, being back into the fold. But it was a good victory. They pretty much held Paul George completely in check, right, 15 yeah. points on 18 shots. Kawhi had his moments where he when he kind of got hot, but it was mostly on situations where he's getting the ball kicked out to him and he's taking a catch and shoot shot rather than actually trying to score one on one on guys. Draymond and Clay pretty much clamped him down in one on one all all night. And, you know, James Harden just looked kind of fat and slow on defense the whole night. <laughs> they hunted well, him. Up. Yeah, they were picking on yeah. Harden. Picked on him. He was giving up bucket after bucket, layup after layup. And and yeah, he really compromised their defense. I think the Clippers are like five and eight with him now. Um, so they won. So they've won some games with him. See, they've won some games <laughs> with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, for the Warriors, the guy, the standouts. Obviously, we already mentioned Pods. Um, Corey Joseph had a decent game. I think he does some things that kind of annoys everyone, but for the most part, he plays really, really hard, and he doesn't make too many mistakes. So right. I think you can live with him just kind of being a player out there like he doesn't really affect the game too much he's just out there but at least he isn't negatively affecting the game too much right okay I was going to say like you can't just say he's really you know he's just out there but if he's not in there fighting for those rebounds there's Mm -hmm. a lot of times we're not getting those second chance points or the Clippers are getting those second chance points, but sure. he's he's in the trees, in there, tapping it out, getting on the ground. So he's making the hustle play. So I'm not just going to, you know, toss that aside because those were important. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Got to gotta mention that anybody that can go out there and mix it up and not be afraid to, you know, bang with some bigger players and stuff like that definitely can't go unnoticed. Jonathan Kaminga had his best game in a long time. In a long time time it was so good to see he clearly watched (laughs) watched the film of the last game where he just looked like he forgot how to play so 
this was a really uh, great bounce back game for him. And he yeah. was putting things together. And and I didn't find myself saying, Kaminga, what are you doing? What are you mm-hmm. doing? No, I was encouraged every time. I was like, yes, this is this is what we're talking about. And he stayed within himself. He didn't, you know, just go off the rails. Yeah, he had those, you know, like you said, does he have grease on his hands or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, but he still got back in it. So there wasn't a moment where I just really felt like if he don't sit down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it, and it makes you, it, you, you kind of think about this, like, there's no Chris Paul, there's no Gary, right? So how is that affecting his game, right? Mm-hmm. I personally think him, you know, in the in the units with Chris Paul, it's a lot of pick and roll with Dario, right? Mm-hmm. And I've been saying this all season, they kind of parked JK in that corner. Mm-hmm. And today he did catch it. He did shoot a lot of threes. Yeah. But they were different. It was different energy to those threes. Right. For one, for two, he was just playing in a lot more space. So he can mm-hmm. attack closeouts. He can get to his mid-range. He was used as a screener a little bit more. So I think that's something that they need to explore going forward, just being allowing him to be a little bit more dynamic than just a spot-up shooter, especially on the court with a guy like Gary, who just kind of does the same thing as him. They yeah. get in each other's way sometimes, um, and they're both good players. So it's not like you want to sit one of them, but you just got to tweak the combos a little bit much. I don't think they those two together are a combo that makes a ton of sense right now. Maybe when J.K. becomes a better three-point shooter, yes. But right now, I think he should be utilized as somebody that's attacking the rim consistently. Mm-hmm. So that's just something they got to explore. I don't know if they can make that happen with CP3 because CP3 apparently just loves Dario as his pick-and-roll partner exclusively, or maybe Steve does. Well, but they got to figure something out there. Well, with Chris Paul watching the game, maybe he can kind of see it a little differently to say, Hey, you know what? Let me try to mix it up. I don't have to be stuck to Dario when it's our unit playing, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So let's try and mix this up. I think he has, you know, some credibility that he could speak up and be like, Hey, let's just, let's try this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. has to. I mean, he's a smart player. So it's like, you, you got to know that you got different weapons on your team and not just Dario. Um, But speaking of Dario, Dario was, Pretty good for the majority of the game. He was getting smaller players in the post and just finding the right player. (laughs) Making making them work Mm -hmm. at drawing the foul. So he he was doing what he was supposed to do. But what I find with Dario is that it doesn't matter what is happening, whatever you know, slot he's put in, he's gonna work hard. So Mm -hmm. either way, he's going to be out there trying. It's not just going to be like uh he feels you know deflated or anything he's out there he's always working so yep. that that's a plus for sure for sure now we'll say i do i mean he's he's not a center he's right? not a center we, that is is very clear and i will give it to kerr he did call that time out he was just like okay we see it's not working it's not working not working but that mm-hmm. was just Hey, we're just filling some time, giving people some some rest real quick because, you know, we're going to need these people in the fourth. <laughs> so, yeah. but he saw, no, no, we're getting away from what we need to, <laughs> to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't see that anymore. <laughs> right, right. And I mean, like you said, he, 
he he fights, he claws, he plays extremely hard, but there's just some things physically he cannot do, right? He's not that fast. He can't play above, above the rim on either end, so he's not a shot blocker. Um, and, you know, sometimes he mistimes his jumps and stuff like that. He's kind of like goofy moving a little bit. Um, so he's not – he. you need to be somebody who is quick to the ball, whether it be laterally or vertically, to be a good defensive center. He's just not that. But he does so many other things well. You have to play him. So they have to find ways to get him in lineups with other rim protectors um, so they can just kind of salvage the defense a little bit more. But uh, he had 13 points, five rebounds, five assists, one steal, no turnovers. He was a plus 15. Like I said, he was getting the mismatches in the post and just kicking it out to guys right on the money. That's kind of – he's been everything that they wanted him to be and they expected yeah. him to be when they got him in free agency. That's why they went after him so hard. Moving on to the starters – Let's start with the with the good. Um, best plus minus of the starters was the guy who shouldn't be starting, right? Not Moses. Did, are you saying Moses? Not Moses. Not Actually, Moses. Not Moses. Not, Moses. <laughs> not Clay Thompson. Clay Alexander Thompson. Clay Alexander Alexander Thompson. Look, plus eight. Isn't it Alexander? It's not. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was. <laughs> it might be. It might be Alexander. I, I'm pretty sure it is. But yeah, Clay Thompson. Um, he was a plus eight. He led the bench unit in the first half. Um, he wasn't really shooting the ball well in the first half, but they were killing his minutes largely because he was just playing within the flow of the game, right. taking good shots. He didn't necessarily hit all the good shots, but he was taking them. And he wasn't forcing the shot, despite what people say. He was playing defense, despite what people say. <laughs> <laughs> Um, followed up a nine rebound game with a six rebound game, despite what people say. Um, and then in the early in the fourth quarter, went on with a solo 10, 10 yeah. point run by himself. He did like in 90 seconds or whatever. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, and, but it was starting to look bleak. It was starting to look bleak. No one could hit a shot. Just, it just was looking we'll into that. very crazy. <laughs> we'll get into that we'll get into that because um yeah I'll, we'll save that for for a little bit later but you know clay thompson 34 minutes he led the team in minutes um had a really good game 22 points moving the ball well found his shot in the second half and kind of kept them like you said it was looking bleak he put them back on top like he put them back with a comfortable lead mm-hmm. for steph and draymond to come back in to kind of take it home Moving on to Steph. I mean, moving on to Steph. Steph is Steph, right? And it's interesting. His turnovers have been like super annoying all season, right? He had two bad ones. He did. <laughs> but other than that, he was pretty. He was pretty stable with the ball, and yep. he had two turnovers total. And it's like you put him off the ball, and he somehow turns the ball <laughs> over more, right? <laughs> Then you put him on the ball and make him play point guard because CP3 is not there. And all of a sudden, he's not turning the ball over as much anymore. It's a very weird dynamic with Steph. Yeah. But – and he's missing free throws. I don't like that. I don't like that. Let's get it together. He missed two. Yeah. And it was just like, what's happening? Yeah. And, and he missed them badly. <laughs> right. That's so weird. It's like Steph misses a free throw and everybody's like pissed. Yeah, it's like it's you like, are supposed to shoot 100%. Right? 
You are not allowed to miss. Everybody else, we're still pissed at them for missing, but you <laughs> cannot miss. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But he he slept walked really into 26 points. I don't even think he scored in the first quarter. What, did he have like 14 shot. shots or something? Like he 15 shots, yeah. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. I mean, and the Clippers are like I said, the Clippers are not equipped to guard him. They have a bunch of wings who can't really move their feet that well anymore, other than Paul George. Paul George and Paul George can't stick him. So if Paul George can't check him, nobody on this team can check him. Um, pretty pretty easy night for him. Twenty six, eight, and seven, a steal and a block. I don't know who shot he blocked, but yeah, pretty 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 good overall game for him. And then um, our guy. Moses <laughs> with the start with the start kind of knew that was going to happen after everything that went on right. last game is the controversy about him not him not finishing the game and stuff like that we knew he was going to get the start with Wiggins out and he played well like he's just a good player like it's yeah. just not even a question at this point he's a good player he should be playing 20 plus minutes a game going forward he does so many things for this team I've seen people on a timeline comparing him to Andre. I've kind of always compared him to Andre, right? Like he just fills up the stat sheet. He does so many things defensively. He can protect the rim, guard point of attack, guard wings, guard bigs. He, he can get, he's not afraid to get on the ground. He's not afraid to get on the ground and take charges. And dive. Yeah. Very physical. Yes. Uh, super That's underrated. Super underrated upside, I think, coming in as a rookie. Where, where did he hit with minutes this time as as a starter? Because the last time mm -hmm. he had a good, cool little 10 minutes or something as a starter. But this time he at least what? 28. 28 minutes. Now look at God. Go right. ahead, Moses. Go ahead, Go ahead Moses. Moses. 13 yeah. points. He was getting offensive rebounds and putting them back. Just uh, – just doing everything early on early on he was getting good looks they just weren't falling but we mm -hmm. knew he still was going to stay involved and he was going to get something to go and that's exactly what happened got some layups just getting following up on his missed shot putting it back so he was still saying i'm, I'm still out here i'm still going to be working and mm -hmm. it will come and it did exactly and this is where this is what Steve has to realize. Like when young guys don't have it going for a stretch of basketball, they can just get it going, right? Like you got to trust players at some point to turn things around. He's a young player, so he's going to have stretches where he isn't playing well, just like the older players do as well. Right. But the energy that he brings, he brings consistent energy and effort, and that alone can effort. just change things for you. Effort is supposed to keep you on the court. You, right. you give an effort, you're supposed to be out on the court. I think with everything that got called out about the mishandling of Moses in that Sacramento game, listen, Kerr did cop to it and say, yeah, my bad, my bad. Right. And, and like I said, I hope that that was his wake-up call. And you saw, listen, okay, yeah, Wiggins is out we're going to start Moody, but at least he still started Moses because yeah. he easily could have just said JK is going to go in there or something, but he started Moses. He finished with Moses. Like, mm. so I'm, I'm just hoping that this is 
that little turn right there. And we got to see him and Clay together more. So, and I know that that's been, you know, your calling card there. So he, I mean, they both can shoot. (laughs) They both can shoot. They both can make a play off the bounce attacking the closeout. It's just a smart thing to do to play your two best shooters other than Steph on the court with Steph. That way you're pretty much always a threat to hit a three. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Um, moving on to Draymond Green. Had an up and down game, right? Like good moments, some eh moments, um, a, little, a little foul happy. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, he was still very disruptive defensively. He's still pushing the pace, which is what they really, really need. Yes. Um, and he's just, he was just on the court. I don't think he got a tech today, which is like, it shouldn't be expected. But <laughs> it was close. It was getting it was close. close. It was, was getting close. close. Yeah, almost got a flagrant too. Yeah. Um, but five rebounds, five assists, 13 points. And you know, he was guarding um, Kawhi. So he's <laughs> and Kawhi mm-hmm. really wasn't doing the the Kawhi thing yeah. that you know, you know, drawing the fouls, and it's just like, oh any the wind blows and Kawhi is at the line. So mm-hmm. there there wasn't that. This was a very balanced, I I'd say, foul, you know, and yeah. free throws in this game, which was refreshing because you saw how the game just moved. Yeah. Opposed yeah. to the other night. Yeah. And that's what's it's always going to be advantage Warriors. If it's an up and down game with not a lot of stoppages, the Warriors are going to win that game more times than not because they have players that is just used to that chaotic pace mm-hmm. um, a little bit more. Now, Draymond himself did have five fouls, but they weren't really on, like, Kawhi and stuff like that. It right. was on Zubach, yeah. um, you know, helping off and then trying to recover and stuff like that. But, yeah, Kawhi didn't want any parts of trying to score on Draymond. He tried him <laughs> once or twice, and then after that, he was like, like nah. Yeah. He was like, they got, we going to see them in a couple of days back at the right. crib, so. <laughs> right. And, I mean, he. I'm pretty sure he played last night, too. I mean, at this point, yeah. his his burst is kind of cooked in a one-on-one. If he can't get you off your balance with a pump fake or something, 
it's going to be tough for him to 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 consistently score on those wing guys, but he can still knock down a catch and shoot jumper like like it's nothing. So <laughs> he went on a little stretch himself where he was scoring, but they kept him relatively in check. He only had twenty three points. Moving on to the last player who we have not discussed, you know, fan fave, but we is some conversations that need to be had about my man Kavon. Yeah. Um, I just don't know what, like, I just can't believe that. You know what? I think maybe playing 82 games back to back seasons, I think it's finally caught up to him Mm -hmm. and just the kind of start to the season that we had being on the road, playing, you know, just multiple games in a few nights. Um, I think that probably just caught up to him and he did the whole um, China tour for Anta and things like that. So I think it's, it's caught up to Looney to where we are seeing that he is laboring so much more because last season that, that was not Looney. Looney was, you know, he was, he was on it, Mm -hmm. but you can physically see that he's, you know, like, whoo, this is, this is a lot. And then he's getting back into his, his pump faking and not being able to finish because just last season he was finishing there he had moves, spins, like whoops, mm-hmm. up and unders and everything. And now it's just, it's it's taken a lot more. And I know also with Draymond being out too, he's had to carry even more of a load. So I think, and like we said, Looney is used to, hey, I can come off the bench. I don't care. Like whatever you need me to do, I can be that for you. So do we think it's taking that kind of turn to, hey, maybe he doesn't start and we insert someone else in the starting? And it does not have to be Chris Paul. <laughs> the starting lineup. Like that's not that's not the call that I am I'm thinking of. But you did see that Looney did get pulled. He did mm-hmm. get pulled in this game. And it was like, okay. Not you. You didn't miss too many layups back to back. Now we and we gotta win this game for sure. And it's I mean it's gone it's gone beyond the finishing. The finishing is are the things is the thing that jumps off the screen. Obviously, yeah. it's just a jarring thing to see someone miss layups and stuff like that. But I just think overall at this point, like you said, he may be tired from playing all these games stuff like that. I just think he looks not in peak form, not in peak shape. Yeah, whether it's from fatigue or if it's from him being so fatigued once he got to the off season that he didn't train as much as he could right. have, yeah. right? And you throw that China that China trip in there as well. Maybe hit through his training off a little bit, but he looks overweight. I'm not gonna lie; you, you can kind of see his gut through the jersey, but he just looks a little slow, right, on both ends. So yeah. defensively, Looney was pretty much known for the majority of his career as a big that can switch on the perimeter, yep. contain guards, contain wings and get a good contest, and it was pretty much like, oh, you think you're going to score on Looney in this ISO situation, right. but you don't. Now it's he's he's getting scored on every time. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you look up the NBA stats for isolation defense, and he's given up over a point per possession, which is pretty, pretty bad. Mm. Um, mm. And I think it was a stretch early in the th- 
maybe the third or there was a stretch at some point in the second half where it was missed layup, gave that, up a bucket. Yeah, that, that was third. That that was that was the stretch where Kerr was like, no, I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm the freak out. You gotta come out. Everybody else in. Dario, yep. Yep. It, no they, they, they put Dario, I think they put Dario in immediately. They put somebody in for Loon immediately. And then it was just like Warriors rock. Yep. Like, <laughs> it was like, yep, we're going straight, straight back up. And it was just so, it was such a crazy contrast. Yeah, it was crazy to see in real time. But I mean, it's been pretty, I, I kind of ex- expected it to happen that way. And like I said, I don't want to uh, pile on Loon or anything like that. But I yeah. will say for the majority of this season, you know, Wiggs has coming along a little bit recently in the games. But for the majority mm-hmm. of the season, Wiggs has been very subpar for his standard. And yes. un, under the radar, Looney has been very subpar for his standard. And I think that has contributed more to the starters being very under their standard. Yeah. Than it has, like, and people were just kind of piling on clay and say it's clay's fault he's being so selfish whatever the case may be i'm like you got to look at the two 28 year olds who are in their prime still underperforming relative to what they're being asked to do and that's pretty much the main reason why the starters have sucked right i mean we're seeing it in real time like looney today it was almost it was almost disastrous out there it was pretty disastrous against the kings Went unnoticed, but it was pretty disastrous against the Kings. Yeah. And it was almost the same thing this day. And Kerr decided to pull the plug early, and he didn't get back into the game for the rest of the game. And the Warriors kind of never looked back from there. So that's just something to monitor going forward. Like, do they just cut his minutes a little bit lower? Because I know he wants to have it actually on the stat sheet that he plays that's all 82. Right. Is it one of those he does a tip-off and then sits? Right. Is it one of those, you know, is it one of those he plays More the first five minutes? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Like what is it, how do they do it? Because they they got to find a way. Yeah, but they're still gonna need him. So yeah, it, for sure. So, yeah, cutting back the minutes—that's where we can start. Um, and also, listen, and I will give him credit. Still, he has worked on his free throw shooting because I don't cringe and and you know when he's going to the line because he missed the layup and already thinking he ain't making these no i actually feel confidence in knowing oh okay hey he didn't make the layup there is no and one situation but it you know it's scaling up that he's going to make both of them mm-hmm. so yeah. but yeah they they got to figure out that i think ultimately at this point, team, too many teams in the league are just welcoming the Draymond and Looney front court because they know defensively it's just going to be that much easier to guard the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Now, if he isn't mobile enough to finish at the rim or, you know, do the things that he was doing last year, then it just it becomes impossible for them to generate consistent good offense in that starting group. So hopefully he figures it out as far as like getting into better physical shape again and getting back to what he was the last two seasons. Um, And hopefully Kerr figures out a way to facilitate that happening and also find a way to, you know, cut his minutes down in the meantime and and play other guys who are going to help this team win more games in the, in the, you know, short term future. So do you see, do you see that there's a possibility that Looney can get into shape? 
come, you know, the second part of the season that he will kind of round out into shit into shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Like I said, if, if it's a fatigue thing, if it's a fatigue thing, then just cut his minutes, like put him right. on a minute restriction, allow him to regenerate, you know, because mm-hmm. you have other options. And this is why it's so frustrating that Kerr hasn't tried trace. You know, he's tried pods and pods is delivered. Right. Yeah. Even on the team with a ton of guards and perimeter players, they still find a way to get pods out there and he's playing. This team doesn't have a crazy amount of bigs, right? Like you have Loon, you have Dario, you have Draymond. Those are the only three guys that's really playing center for this team. And we've seen yeah. Dario is not really a center and right. Loon is not playing well. Right. So why not try Trace? Yeah. Right. So I mean, I don't know what Trace was going to be doing in in the Kings game like that. I, I don't know that he was going to be doing too much, but um, <laughs> in this one, Hey, maybe we could have thrown him out there, but I think, listen, we've got like some back-to-back games, like close tightly in this schedule. So I think we'll see trace because we are down two dudes because Wiggins mm-hmm. hope will be back next game, but we are down two guys. So, I think we'll see some trace. I hope so, because he, I mean, he provides something that our other bigs don't provide, which is that above the rim play. And this yeah. is something that Kerr has to realize, like on this specific team, you have a lot of young guys. Those young guys can provide things that you can't get elsewhere on the roster. So you kind of got to live with the potential mistakes that they make and live with it. You got to, that's, that's the part of development but they are absolutely tied to this team being the best version it can be. You can't just always ride it out with the guys that you trust and all that type of stuff. Right. Like sometimes those guys don't have it. Right. So you gotta, you gotta play the other guys. But, um, with threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Nine and ten now. Not too bad. No, I'm just kidding. That's pretty bad. It stinks, but we're in the play-in. We're back in. We're in the play-in now. Okay, all right. (laughs) Steps, baby steps. Yeah, so they they should look to climb up a little bit. Like they're only a game and a half out of the sixth place spot. Sucks that we're back doing this again. Seeing how many games back we are, like we were doing last year, but (laughs) it just it just is what it is at this point. Their next game is against the Clippers in LA. Okay. And we'll see. We'll see there. Steph usually goes off when it's crypto, but it's the Clippers and not the Lakers. So hopefully we get a good Steph performance. <laughs> hopefully Clay can continue what he's been doing because I believe this is his it's his fourth twenty four game in the last oh. five games. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought it was fifth. So. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but we really need him to because there was a time in the game that it was just like, Clay, what are you doing? That's not mm-hmm. what you should be doing right now. Don't just toss <laughs> up anything. So, but he regrouped. 
but we need him to kind of stay in that that mindset of mm-hmm. you can do other things. If yes. it's not, you know, the wide open shot, you can do other stuff. You can drive, you can kick it out. Like there are other options for you. So I'm glad that we saw that in the second half that he did do the, oh, I've got other options here. And you just saw how, and I think that that just feeds into his overall playing. That if you do the other things that we know you can do, it opens up your three-point shot that you right. want to have. You know, so because he because he did have like a little little brain fart in there, but he got out of it. So I was happy about that because I was just like, "Don't do this! Don't do this!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, he's going. I think he's going to have those moments regardless at least at least once in a while you know he might be feeling it a little bit like a lot of times with shooters like they might be missing shots but the shots feel good coming off their hand so they're thinking okay i actually got a good feel for the ball so he tries some racy shots sometimes which is like all right that's just that's just clay as long as he's not doing like three four five of those in a row then that's when it gets problematic but i think like you said for the most part he's been trying to do other things affect the game in other ways right defensively he's locking in he grabbed six rebounds some yeah. in traffic you know grab nine rebounds last game and he's um, usually sitting at one or two <laughs> exactly. right so the last the last five games well he got six th- this game nine the last game and then three in in the three games previous to that so he's he's trying to get in there he's had a few yeah. five and six rebound games other than that this year and he's passing the ball mm-hmm. done right like he's drawn two defenders giving dropping it off to guys seeing what they can do with it there's been a plenty of opportunities where he's coming down the court and you know typical clay would be like i'm launching this yeah but instead of shooting it he'll do like a pump fake up and then throw it down into the post and it's like right. thank you right yeah just keep doing that right so him and dario got a him bit and dario of- got a little yeah yeah him and dario got a look now you know he oh, he loves his uh white european yeah. big man <laughs> yeah. so are there any other kind? Oh no. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, well, Bogey wasn't European, but right, he was foreign, right. foreign white guy. So yeah, he loves his foreign white guys. But <laughs> but yeah, they got a little connection, and that's 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 nice, right? Because yeah. he needs to be an all around player at this point in his career. He's not just like firecracker a scorer, right? As consistently anymore. So finding ways to do other things to help the team is going to be huge because it just takes the load off of everybody else around him. Absolutely. Cool. We got anything else? Uh, Just the fact that we hope that Andrew Wiggins is okay. And um, that's tough. I know that hurt to slam your finger in a car door, any door, just ouch. Um, But good news on the Gary uh, injury. It's, Mm -hmm. Not a tear, it's a sprain, but you know, we all heard right. that it's still some form of a tear, but not it, it wasn't as dire as we initially thought. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. And then Chris is day to day. Chris is day to day. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to Shams. Shams was just like tear. He tore his calf. Yeah. And everybody's like, what? <laughs> but, like, um, no. why is this happening to us? <laughs> <laughs> so he'll be reevaluated in a week which is super encouraging because that means 
he could be back as early as next week. Right. Um, CP3, like you said, day to day. So things aren't too bad. Things aren't too bad. And if it wasn't for a meltdown last game, we would be talking about two good victories in a row. Right. So it's not the end of the world. They just got some ground to make up. And whether or not ultimately they need to make some changes with the roster later on in the season remains to be seen. But for now, I think, you know, they can go on a little string of games, right? Like guys are trending upward back to their averages. They're starting to hit shots again. I remember for the first eight, nine games of the season, nobody could hit a shot but Steph. Right. <laughs> now guys are starting to hit shots again. So it's, it's, it's looking good. They just got to keep playing with energy and, you know, Yes. Doing all those things, playing Warriors basketball, speeding up the pace, playing defense, and and doing the thing. So, yeah, I like it. You like it? I love it. Look, right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Um, if we don't have anything else, follow on Instagram and X. Support us. You know what I mean. Listen to all. Listen to us on all your podcast platforms, <laughs> Spotify. Um, had somebody send me over a screenshot of their Spotify like podcast, like for the year thing. Like mm-hmm. it shows you how many what you've been listening to, and they've been listening, they've been locked into all the Golden Spaces podcasts. So we appreciate you. Continue to support us. We'll try to keep putting out good content for you guys. And um, yeah. Love you all. Yeah. We are back. A, yeah, have a great night. We won't. <laughs> we figured out how to do these things. <laughs> we figured out how to manipulate our screen. Things are just blowing up. Look at that. Boom. Boom. So if you're watching on YouTube, you get to see all of these cute little reactions right here. Look at these right here. Boom. We got the hearts going. <laughs> It's too late for all of this. It is time to go to bed. <laughs> this is what happens when you have East Coast folk tuning yeah. in, being fans of the West Coast team. We get a little loopy because yeah. it's super late out here. <laughs> well, you're like, oh, let's go get dinner now. <laughs> right. Lucky. But uh, yeah, thank you guys. We'll catch you at the next one. Peace. <laughs>